Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show this week. We have a great interview with you a year out of the gate with Purely Bachelorette. They just rounded up their first year in business. So we have Camille Grant and Ashley Court that will be joining us for this episode of the podcast and before we jump into it though i do want to thank our patrons for the show mr aaron simpkins at truestrengthapparel.com make sure you head over there check him out see what he's got going on and uh, some of the new shirts that he has available for you also mr jay sannon and lt smith i thank you guys for your support as well for the show both are phenomenal artists i know they both just dropped some music and uh, that's, uh, links for that will be available in the show description. And so one of the important things I want to let you know, though, is it is sinus season like crazy. So I, uh, I apologize for my voice, the way it sounds right now on this episode with the interview as well. So if I sound a little off, that's the reason why. And I also want to let you know, if you have watched the Endgame movie, Avengers Endgame, I have a review for you available over on the Solomon's Porch podcast. We talked about that movie. I couldn't do this episode without mentioning that, so that's out of the way. So let's go ahead and jump into the interview now with our ladies from Purely Bachelorette. All righty, welcome back to another Business with Bordeaux interview. This episode I have with me uh, two who I would call good friends of mine. Uh, we are family. We are uh co-patriots and track stars that's not even a real term but uh, <laughs> but we've worked together for several years now and uh, we've all been influenced by track stars to kind of branch out and kind of do our own things and they have teamed up and created purely bachelorette it's a little over a year old now so i wanted to get them on the show to kind of talk about their experiences have with me camille grant and ashley Korth. how you ladies doing hey family good to see you or good to talk with you jason Hi, Jason. Thanks for having us. We're glad to be here. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on. Uh, when you first got started, you know, I kind of thought about getting you on the show, but I was thinking, you know, let's see what it's like after you've digged in the dirt a little bit and kind of yeah. got your hands dirty. And, uh, you know, once you really got in the field, and yes, that was a pun intended. So, <laughs> but uh, a little over a year, and uh, you've been doing this thing and working and working, and I've heard kind of some of the things, conversations y'all have had. And uh, so I want to dig into all of that. But before we jump into Purely Bachelorette, though, just kind of share with the people, uh, what do you ladies do outside of Purely Bachelorette? Uh, you know, your, your kind of day jobs, you know, so to say. So, uh, Camille, let's start with you. Sure. Um, well, for the past two years, I graduated from University of Georgia, and I am a veterinarian right now. So I, I love animals. I love working with them. My career has been fun, definitely a journey. Um, and as you said, Ashley, you, Jason, and I, we worked for Track Stars, which is like high-quality, godly content being sent to the mainstream. So it's music, it's technology, engineer, anything that you can do as a believer to just do just as well in the mainstream. So, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Yeah, and then for me, I've been a cost engineer now going on 14 years with um, Fluor Corporation. They are a engineering um, company. We do infrastructure, um, civil engineering, and we do um, oil refineries, so a lot of different things. But, yeah, I started with that. Not super passionate about it when I started it. I'm very grateful for it, but I've always been in um, – you know, psychology, social work, and then kind of moving that into entertainment and how we can raise awareness in those, um, in those avenues, if you will. And so, um, that for me has been always been a passion. So I've always done that on the side and that's kind of how purely bachelorette came about as well. So, yep. Yeah. I know what you mean. My, uh, my day job, I'm really, not really a huge fan of it, but I'm grateful that it allows me to do things like this on the side. Mm -hmm. And so I understand what you're going through, Ashley. I think a lot of us go through that too. Anybody out there who has a side hustle or something they're trying to do to get their passions out, but they have to do something passionless to, <laughs> to fund them. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. They're funding that. all the all the activities. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, so so let's let's go ahead and jump into Purely Bachelorette. What was it that gave you the idea to create this company? What is Purely Bachelorette all about? Sure. Um, so I could talk about it first, Ashley. So um, I don't know if you know, Jason, about Bachelorette Party and um, what girls do behind closed doors. Um, there could be a, what you've heard is like maybe a negative stigma about it. Um, some girls maybe going to um, strip clubs, maybe going to Las Vegas, sometimes using cakes shaped as body parts that we shouldn't be looking at right now. <laughs> Just different things. I personally right. experienced parties that um, I felt a little bit uncomfortable with in certain activities. So Ashley and I, we kind of were talking like, hey, you know you're going to be my bridesmaid when we get, when I get married. So like we were just um, brainstorming, coming up with ideas, and we finally came up with Purely Bachelorette, which is essentially a bachelorette party box that has clean and fun activities that's incorporated into a bachelorette party. And we're now like, you know, opening it up to bridal showers too, so it doesn't have to just be for that party and that event. And yeah, we want to honor the bride-to-be we want to honor the girls who are celebrating her and we also want to honor the groom um, because sometimes he's not being honored at all at those parties yeah absolutely absolutely yeah i'm big um over the years now last just couple years here a lot of my friends have gotten married and um gone to different parties and i'm really big into obviously gifts and and cards i love handwritten cards i love giving them for everything so i was at target um and was looking at cards for the bride-to-be for her bachelorette party and it said fling before the ring and i looked at it i knew what it meant but basically the culture has just been really pushing like sow your wild oats get it in before you get married you've got your last shot your last chance and it was really heartbreaking that um, marriage, just the covenant of marriage and the reverence of it and just the beauty of it is not being honored anymore for, with a lot of people. And same as Camille, I've been to a lot of parties where it's just, for better lack of terms, raunchy, just super raunchy and just dishonoring. And so um, we just really wanted to create something that was about sisterhood and honoring to the groom, as Camille said, and just loving how we can support her and still have fun. You can take this box wherever you go. If you want to go have a couple glasses of wine with your girlfriends out in Temecula, bring the box with you. Like if you want to go to Vegas and have fun, you know, maybe lay by the pool and go shopping and go to shows, do something like that. You can bring the box with you and have a great time. It has a party sash in there, a flower crown activities. It's, it's a beautiful box that like, as Camille said us too, you can do it at your bridal shower or bachelorette party. So we just wanted to be super honoring. And it was really cool that um, a few people that have heard about it, they've said, I wish I would have known about this box before, or it was yeah. around when I got married because everything is so dirty nowadays. So we've gotten good feedback on that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a, uh, it was a Facebook video one time and I didn't realize what it was going to show, but it was on Facebook and it was talking about a wife gets caught uh, or gets confronted by a husband after cheating at her bachelorette party mm. and it was showing like the husband was showing the wife the video of her and some guy actually having intercourse at the bachelorette party and people recording it and putting it online wow. I was like, whoa i mean it was graphic on facebook and i was like i can't believe they actually have that on facebook and wow. um, but yeah. it, it was weird because i was thinking where's the the maid of honor in that situation to help keep you know yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's it's, it's yeah. weird how culture has shifted so i you know i'm definitely glad to see that there's people out there being uh conscientious of this and trying to come up with ways and ideas for it to be a uh an honoring thing like you said to the to the bride to be and the groom to be yeah yeah and some of the girlfriends promote that they're the ones that are encouraging it so that's the fun thing about this box too is that who's ever planning the party like the maid of honor or the bridesmaids they can get the box ahead of time and see all the fun and it almost encourages them to keep it tasteful keep it classy you know you can still have fun but just you know honor this man that's not going to be there and honor yourself <laughs> because you're about to go into a covenant and honestly if you're about to go into a covenant you're committing for the rest of your life if you're not ready for that then don't do it don't yeah, do it. Yeah. If you feel like you can't commit to him and be honoring and loyal to him at your party, you want to go wild, you're not ready to get married anyway. Yeah, so. yeah that's a good point. Good point. So how did y'all come up with the uh, the name Purely Bachelorette? 
Mm. <laughs> that is all your family. Oh, uh, my actually my mama, my mom came up with it. We were talking about it and I was she was saying, "Oh, so it's like a pure." She's like, "Whoa, well, what about purely bachelorette? It's like a play on words." So, it all goes to my mom, Mrs. Korth. Yep, yep. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Now, one question I have is how did y'all come up with a system or have y'all come up with a system where if you disagree on something, how do you hash that out? Mm. That's really, really good. And I'm glad you brought that up because in the beginning we might have had some disagreements Mm -hmm. and we had to get, seek mutual guidance. And Mm -hmm. we, um, when we talk to these people, our friends or family members, we realize, Hey, sometimes they're for the other person. And we have to really, really, you know, take our pride away and be like, okay, let's listen to the other person. Um, but yeah, that was a big thing. Um, it actually could have um, ended the, the business if we didn't do that. Where mm-hmm. if I had a disagreement and she had a disagreement, we had to go to a mutual source. And if mm-hmm. they have something that they agreed with the other person, then we had to go with that. That was just our decision. Mm-hmm. Now, how did y'all find the mutual source though? Because, I mean, obviously, one, you know, you, you kind of know some of the same people, but what were kind of the qualifications to make somebody quote unquote mutual? They weren't biased. Mm-hmm. They listened yeah. to the situation and they didn't say, okay, what did Ashley say or what did Camille say? And then came up with the decision. They say, okay, I hear what this, what the idea is. The one, the answer to make sense is this, and then they'll say, "Oh, okay, that was Camille's idea," or "Oh, that was Ashley's idea," and then we kind of go with that. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. it seemed to help out, it helped out a lot with with um, making decisions. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. I know uh, one of the things that you you hear a lot is you know you don't go into business with your friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did y'all? kind of address that because that is a very common saying jason you are like these are these questions we weren't ready for it but this is so (laughs) true that's my job (laughs) (laughs) but no ashley is such an incredible incredible heart incredible friend just if you've never met ashley you are missing out she has blessed my heart in so many ways so the reason why I was like, boom, she's going to be my partner. Like, immediately. I didn't even think a second thought. Even though we're best friends, even though we're close, I could see us doing this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And um, I just trusted her. And, and she's good with a lot of things. She's good with social media, handling that. She's good with organization. She's good with planning out things. So I was like, I could trust that for a long haul. So... Yes, we are good friends. Yes, we might clash on certain things. But like you said, yeah, we need a mutual source to handle that business side of things, the things that we don't like to talk about. And then we move on from it. Mm, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Camille. Now, Camille, Camille's awesome, but I, I will give her this too. She's she's even better with this with me. She's extremely humble and extremely patient. And so that only comes from God. And honestly, this this wouldn't even be possible without him. I mean, we have, like, I think, yeah, the world would say, and, and people, you know, I mean, maybe not world, but even Christians, like, don't go into business with family and friends. But I think that when God's at the center, yeah. it's possible. Because you put aside competition. You put aside your pride, as Camille mentioned. You put a, you put those things aside. Um, I can definitely be kind of strong-headed and stubborn. And so, honestly, I think, to be honest, just the mix of us two together really works well. If you had two of me or two of Camille, like you'd be in trouble. Like, I think we really balance each other out and like her strengths are, are, are sometimes my weaknesses and vice versa. And so it really works well. And it, it was really something that we prayed about and we were prayerful about. Is this something that God is calling us to do? Are we the right mix? And it just, it, it's been, it's been good. But yeah, in the beginning we had little things and we had to work through it. And honestly, I had to put some of my pride aside too and say, I think Camille did even more than me, but I had to as well and just say, okay, well, you know, we had to talk some things through. So it's been very humbling and very, um, character sharpening. Yeah. And a friend of mine told me that 
Um, we are blessed to have gone through what we went through earlier on in our business instead of like years later. Because um, a friend of mine who's been in a business for over 10 years was like, hey, we're going through it now. And then we're 10 years in and we could easily end our business because we're not in agreement here. So I'm glad that we had what we did like early on, like a couple months starting the business. We were having little situations, but it went well. Is there anything that y'all can share just so somebody would see like, because I, I think some people that know you two, especially yeah. people on our team are probably like, they probably don't disagree about anything. What? Yeah. Could you just share something and, and how you had to work your way through it? Okay. I'm fine with being open. How about you, actually? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess the biggest thing is because with business, I don't really understand like the administrative size, who should be called what. So who should be called the CEO? Who should be called the COO? We were just like, I don't know. I mean, we both kind of came up with it. What should we do? So that was the big thing was like, what should we be classified as? And and I guess the pride came in with that, like I should be the head or you should be this, you should be that. And we, after all that, after all the research on how to be called what, we decided to just be, hey, we're co-founders, 50-50. There's no position in this. We're just doing this together. And it worked out beautifully. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So in, in terms of like actually running, like kind of running things or coming up with ideas and stuff, uh, what would you say your individual roles are in the company? Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm, I like to be behind the scenes. So I like to reach out to people, email people, um, answer questions if there's any on asking anything. Um, Ashley is good with like, she's a beautiful person and with the pen and physically beautiful, she's the forefront of the business. So she's going to be the social media, the live stream on IG stories. Like she does a lot of the um, like forefront stuff. And I do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. Gotcha. Well, I, I think that works out pretty good because, I mean, just knowing you through track stars, I, I kind of know how your personalities are and stuff. So uh, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Now, from the uh, kind of from the start, what was the uh, like when you first got the name? What was kind of your next step with the product uh, yes. after you decided what to do? Yep. So we had to research a lot on that, and fortunately, my brother is the head or one of the CEOs of Trackstars. So he told us what to look for. First, you need a DBA, so doing business as. So you need to have a name registered for your company for your business so that no one can take it you need the trademark for your business um and that's going to be for your logo your identification your title all that stuff you need a copyright all that stuff and um ashley you want to talk about the blessing of, of the lawyer that we have like that yeah came out of nowhere yeah yeah so we we kind of just we kind of just started this thing we were like we're just gonna do this we have the idea and we started going and we definitely plan and we definitely need to research like camille said but it was kind of like as we were starting to perpetuate in it was like and thankfully yeah sean mentioned some things and you helped us as well too jason yes. um but um we have a thank you for you later but um one of the awesome things you've helped us with with social media that we want to mention but the um we kind of didn't know all these things. So like as we're researching, we're finding out, but we're also getting wise counsel at the same time, like people giving us advice. So um, one day I was at work and I mentioned it to a coworker and I just said, you know, this is kind of the stages we're at. And he was like, oh, well, you definitely need a lawyer. And I'm like, uh, we do? Like, we, I mean, we're kind of going by what we're researching and we're doing those steps. Like, oh no, you need a lawyer, especially if you have a trade, if you need a trademark. And so he says, my brother-in-law is a patent attorney. And he's just the nicest guy, happens to be, both of them happen to be Christians, really cool guys. And, and he basically put me in touch with his um, brother-in-law and basically for pretty much everything pro bono helped us with our trademark. We just had to pay the fees. Yeah. So it was a huge blessing. And we've also referred him to a few of our other friends that have had some questions. So we've been able to, um, you know, just graciously pass that resource on, but it's just been awesome. So yeah, we went through those processes and we had him and then we found another, we found an accountant who's, um, amazing, really sweet girl. And I happened to be at a restaurant and she was overhearing my conversation and she came up to the table and said, 
I'm an accountant. I'm studying to be a CPA, but I do books. I can do your guys' books. So she does our books for an extremely low amount and basically helped us with our taxes this year. First year doing taxes. That was okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, But she helped us for free. And I literally tried to pay her, tried to take, definitely bought her dinner and bought her some snacks, but she, that's all she would take. She's like, I am not charging you guys. And so um, God has just continued to give us favor in this, and it's been really awesome. It's been all God. And also, IRS, you need an EIN number for your business. There's just a lot yeah. of things that you have to research on. Yeah, and TPT taxes, your trans um, transaction privilege tax. So every time you have a sale in whatever state you are, you have to give the state your sales tax. So that's why you're charged sales tax, which I never really like. I knew sales tax was sales tax, and it goes towards the state, like, okay, but I didn't really get the whole concept. So, yeah, every time we make a sale, we have to um, report it and give it to the state that we're doing business in. So we actually just fill out all those forms and we'll be giving the state their money that they're owed. So we're all legal over here. We're doing it all right. (laughs) Yes. And one important thing with the startup, too, is you need a creative to help you. For example, um, we had someone named Genesis Pro. He created our logo, our ID. He created our merch designs for our shirts and hats. And he also created our website. So he did mm-hmm. a lot for us. We so, gave him the ideas and the colors, though, but he oh, came yeah. up with some things. <laughs> he, he, he drew out what our vision was, yes. <laughs> with the whole planning time. Trust yeah. Me. Yes. Yeah, he mm-hmm. actually did the uh, he did the Business with Bordeaux logo as well as the Solomon Sports Podcast logo. So. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. There's a lot of good, um, you know, uh, testimonials, I guess, whatever you could say. And, yeah. Uh, and he worked really well with us as well. So, uh, so yeah, Genesis Pro Designs, uh, shout out to him. And uh, yeah, I was looking at the website, looked at the bottom, and, uh, and there's actually a link you can click on his website if you go to purelybachelorette.com. And, yeah. uh, and speaking of the website, how was it coming up with the uh, kind of the ideas or what to put on the site. Did, did he kind of help you with that, or did you have to come up with that on your own? He kind of gave us a layout of how it looks like, like the home page, the about page. The like We don't have a blog yet, but you kind of like need the basic layout. And then we decided, hey, we should probably do a video to explain it. We should have some pictures of ourselves. Um, we could also use templates that we could find on the web that's free. But, yeah, we, we kind of collectively came up with different ideas to make the layout look like what look how it looks now Mm -hmm. yeah we definitely personalized things and thought of ideas of what we really wanted on there and the kind of content that we wanted to showcase for sure yeah we didn't want it too busy though yeah we didn't want it too busy yeah we definitely had a hand in that based on the template and then as he would put up different things we would test it and then we're like nope we don't like that let's remove this let's add this and he's like oh this might be a good idea too and we're like yeah let's add that so it was definitely yeah collaboration of kind of the visions that we had with basically his expertise over the years right Mm -hmm. right now one question i'm curious what was the very first thing that happened where you were like wow we really were not expecting this Mm. (laughs) um so we we weren't sure if we were going to mention this because we don't obviously want to draw attention but we've actually been able to um connect with some celebrities um where we've been shocked that they have replied to us um camille's been really good at this and then i kind of follow up as well and then have reached we both have done it but it's been a blessing where um our schedules are different so she's able to get on when i can't and vice versa but we were able to gift a box and speak directly with continually michelle williams from destiny's child um she has been a blessing um unfortunately they're they're not together right now i know they're hopefully they're working on some things but um she was so receptive and she personally talked to us on our uh, purely bachelorette um instagram and she loved the idea, super supportive. And I was actually able to meet her in LA with our Purely Bachelorette shirts on. And she knew right away who I was in our company. And she literally shouted out our company to the group we were with standing there. It's like, oh my gosh, this box, this is what it is. Like she totally knew. <laughs> so it was a huge blessing. And then um, Camille, you can tell about today, but 
yeah, we were able to also um, gift a box to 1K Few. Camille was able to talk to him. She knows more about that. But we've had a few more celebrities just recently that we've been able to connect with personally. And it's like, okay, God, you're doing something here. And as soon as they find out, they love it. So yeah, yeah. We're One other celebrity just before this interview, um, she replied saying, hey, thank you for your kind words. Here's my, here's the address, send it to this. And her name is um, <clears throat> Salone Stevens. So she's a pretty amazing tennis player. So just like people, we're just reaching out, um, pouring our heart out to them and congratulating them on their engagement. Some people either respond or they don't, and it's okay. We're just trying to spread the word of this amazing gift. We just want to bless them. Yeah. And I mean, money's great. I mean, we're not about that by any means. I mean, we definitely want to cover our costs, but the goal is this is a movement. It's a movement to um, create community and sisterhood and support and just the honoring of marriage and bringing it back to that. So, I mean, as much as we want to just, yeah, cover our costs and, you know, be great to make a little profit, pay off those school loans, you know, but uh, we're really about, we're really about the message that we're promoting. Yeah. 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 So speaking of cost, um, I don't know how much y'all y'all want to share, but I know for a lot of people, they don't really understand what goes into uh, starting a company financially. Uh, did, did y'all kind of have a an accurate guesstimation of what it would cost to to invest into starting this company? Nope. No, <laughs> not at all. No, no. we now, didn't, and now, we keep we keep feeling like we're bleeding money. <laughs> now, so. If you would have known from the get go where you're at right now, would you have still done it? Mm, man, Jason. Okay, I I would say yes, <laughs> but I think that we might have held off on starting it so soon, or maybe like budgeted a little more. Yeah. Um, I know that for me specifically, Camille's a good saver. She's got a good old savings nest egg over there. But <laughs> me, I I know not so much. So I probably would have said, let's talk a little bit of money away. Um, but honestly, I think if we knew, we might have been discouraged. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I don't know that I probably would have looked at Camille like, I, I, I can't do what I want to do right now. <laughs> um, so I'm kind Let's of glad. pray I on do. it. Yeah. 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 We'll pray on it for like a long time. But yeah, I, I, um, I'm really glad that I kind of didn't know. We kind of just went into it. I guess you could say blindly. I mean, obviously yeah. we felt called to it, but blindly from a financial standpoint, because I think it would have been discouraging for us for sure. Very discouraging. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wondered, you know, like, whenever people say, you know, you're, you're never ready to get married or you're never ready to have a child, you know, financially wise. And, uh, yep. and so sometimes I think with businesses, a lot of times you jump into it thinking you're financially ready, but then a lot of money, you know, it's like anything in life, you know, Murphy's law, you can try to remodel a house or flip a house or whatever. There's always unexpected things that you, you're not aware of. Yes. Yep. So, we're both kind of tight on money now too so it's like prayerfully we have to get go through the next jump of things the next journey of this this business now uh this would be more kind of personal not not too personal i don't think uh are you you're you're both single are you yes. kind of mm-hmm. glad you decided to do this before you met your your husband or fiance or hmm. do you think that would have made any difference I think, um, sorry, Camille, if you have something, I mean, I don't want to keep going first, but, um, I will say just cause it's, it's fresh. Um, I'm learning that, you know, when you're in, when you, when you, when you will get married, I mean, I've never been married before, but I'm seeing and learning from all married couples, your beautiful relationship, Jason, and a lot of our friends that we know that are married, but your, your time is divided, you know, and you have to really find time. And so the blessing of being single, um, is that you have that. And that is one of the blessings. I think a lot of women, that's something that we, we talk about in Purely Bachelorette and we want to promote even the single ladies, because this is not only bride to bees. A lot of the ladies that are at these bachelor parties are single girls and they're seeing their friends get married. And I think they feel sometimes left out in these things. And so we want to encourage singles. Like this is the time to like, you can definitely do stuff as you're married and you want to do it. You want someone to support your dream and where they, where God's calling you. And so we, we pray that for, for young ladies. But I think at the same time, like being single is the time to do these things, get these things started and walking in that and walking in the gifts that God's given you. And so for me personally, I think God is using this time and the, the, the more time that a single person has to accomplish these things. Um, and I think that for me personally, 
when I meet my, my future husband, I want to be able to kind of, I want him to kind of know what I'm about. It's like, if I'm not really doing much, or maybe I've walked there, you definitely can grow together, but it's like, he's like, okay, well, what are you about? Like, do our purposes kind of match in a way you might not be doing the same thing, but like, are we on the same page? Like, do I really want to walk with a girl that's has her small business and doing this, you know? So I'm kind of just glad that I have somewhat of a story to tell, to say like, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm passionate about. And I pray that the right person will be drawn to that and be able to walk with me in that. So that's really good. Yeah. For me, I think this business basically paints a whole picture of who I am. So when the man of my dreams of my life um, comes, he already knows what I'm about. And I'm not going to have to play around with him. It's going to be a serious relationship. So I think God made me have this business to be, you know, ready for the long haul when that man comes. If I was married to him already going through this, I feel like there might be more discouragement because I'm busy or we have our own little goals and I'm pouring out my money, our money now now that I'm married to this business. I don't know if he would agree with it or not. So I don't know how would it would have been if I was already married. Right, right. That makes a good point. It also reminds me, uh, you know, even though Paul was kind of talking about more for ministry purpose, you know, he said that sometimes it is easier to do it when you're single. And um, so I, I feel like that's also applicable to starting a business. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like you said, Camille, I think it's interesting, you know, that the, the company, the branding of it, you know, kind of shows your future husbands what oh, you yeah. are about. I'm not playing around. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so, We're uh, serious over here. <laughs> right, right. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Now, um, now, how did you come up with kind of the, um, kind of your your social media strategy and how you would reach out to people and all that stuff online? Um, I think for me personally, I've been doing it for track stars and other, um, I actually have helped a couple of ministries start their social media. So I've kind of just applied those principles, but honestly, Camille and I both have been learning, um, a lot more and we've been taking some online classes through YouTube and like YouTube university, um, obviously just the free stuff, but just seeing kind of how the culture is shifting in social media and, you know, videos are a big deal now. People want to see videos. They want to see you, you know, pictures, posts are okay, but people want to see you talking. They want to, they want to be able to engage with you or they want to feel engaged with the person and they want to understand the personality. So social media is definitely aesthetics as well, but it's a lot of, you know, Insta, Instagram stories, Facebook lives, short one minute clips here and there where they can really get a feel, um, and, and, and know who you are. And they're also looking for continued content. So kind of knowing like how things are shifting and, and, you know, watching videos of experts that are keeping up with all that. Cause it's honestly, if we didn't have to have social media, I would be in heaven. It is so exhausting. Like it is so exhausting. So you really have to know what you're doing and you have to know what people are looking for. Um, hashtags are a big deal. Yeah. You know, all the things, algorithms, like you kind of have to know what you're doing. So definitely, I think, from just the years of doing it for me personally, it was like, okay, I know I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. So it's kind of going that. And then now it's just trial and error too. Like, okay, this isn't working. Let's try this a different way. And, um, you know, even just purely bachelorette being like really mainly bachelorette, like we've realized that this box can be used at bridal showers. Like as I'm planning a bridal shower right now, I'm like, we can use all these games at this bridal shower. It doesn't have to be a bachelorette. So, you know, we've kind of put a spin on that as well. So constantly evolving, I think is the answer, but also knowing you've got to be educated. You've got to know what people are looking for with media. Mm-hmm. Right. I know with uh social media is, is very exhausting. Very, and, you know, just, you know, the, the little bit that I do for, you know, what I am doing, which isn't a whole lot, you know, just like trying to do one post a day, and mm. a lot of a lot of companies and businesses do like five, six, seven, eight, some double digits, and uh, and that's why they have full time social media people. <laughs> so yeah, that's a huge part of the marketing and branding of the company. And uh, so, are, are y'all just kind of reaching? You know, y'all talking about reaching out to celebrities and stuff. Like, how do you know who to reach out to? Because I'm assuming you're not reaching out to Cardi B with the box like this. 
we correct. Are reaching out just to kidding. A <laughs> I'm kidding. Even, no, I'm saying correct. I'm kidding. I, we would love to. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Camille. I, I think you did reach out to, did you reach out to, no, maybe we haven't yet because they were married already. Yeah. But yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Shall reach I, out to anybody. Those who are getting engaged. So that's another thing. I'm still getting used to hashtags and that is a beautiful thing for business people. So you just type in, okay, engaged or um, I said yes to the dress and you find all of these clients that you never saw before because they like to put engaged underneath their post. So you are actually, you could talk to them if you wanted to now. They're going to be married. You could say, hey, congratulations on your engagement. Check us out anytime or whatever, to, so that you know it's kind of like an advertisement on their post, essentially. So I, I've never used hashtags until I started this business. So it's pretty handy. DMs are, I hate bothering people, but we've, been reaching out to people via DMs. So that's a really powerful tool as well. And I've also been um, emailing churches. Um, some people were interested. I actually was able to present the box in front of one church service because through emails, through Facebook messaging, IG messaging to churches. So there's a lot of ways behind the scenes that you can reach out to people to get mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have a small group, a women's small group once a month, and I asked the leader one um, during Christmas. We had a big pajama party, and I said, would it be perfect? Can I, can I just introduce my box? Like, I'm not going to try to sell it, but I just want them to know, like, it's almost like a ministry, too. And she's like, oh, absolutely. So I was able to share it at the small group, and it was it was awesome. So even just trying to, like, incorporate events, and I keep actually keep two of our boxes in my trunk, like, safe, <laughs> safely. And so, like, wherever I go, like, if I think, like, oh, I can take pictures of the box here, contacts here, or I can bring it into this event, or I can show this person. So I'm, like, always armed and ready. <laughs> yep. yep. Now let's talk about the actual box. How did, um, how did you get this kind of specially designed box? Like, well, what was the process of getting the physical box to you. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the, is it pack lane? Yep. Yeah. So we had to search different types of styles of boxes that we like. Um, Ashley specifically likes one where you open it a certain way. <laughs> so we found <laughs> it through pack lane and it actually looks pretty nice. We are in conversation of whether or not to change it to a smaller size just to play around with it to see if it will work for you know our budget for people if they like it big or not so we're just still kind of evolving with our business but yeah we used pack lane and again we used um, genesis to help us with the design and we came up with the color scheme white versus purple and so forth so you just so you go to the website you send them your designs measurements all all that stuff okay okay yeah actually yeah actually pack lane is really cool because you can do it all through their website we didn't have to talk to anyone like you pick your box and then you take your logo you upload it and then you create the color so we came up as a customized color with pack lane so it's actually really cool you just do it all through there and then it just ships right to your house and all of our inventory is out of our homes we have basically shelving in our homes and we keep everything on hand and then we just ship out through usps so we don't have any major overhead which is great for that yeah overhead can be difficult um you know most places now we're trying to do strictly online anyway Uh, a lot of these major companies are going to straight online shutting down stores and uh so as far as uh like storing stuff and sending them out are you both doing that or just one of you yeah we're but we halved up the inventory Sorry, say that again. We have to the inventory, oh, okay. so yeah, gotcha. both, we're both selling it. Gotcha. Now you have two different boxes. You have the royalty purple and purity white. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it the same contents in the box in different color boxes? Yes. Yes. I know some people might not like purple. They might want to keep it nice and classy. So we're kind of like helping out with their decision making process. Yeah, me personally, I enjoy the white box. I think it looks yeah, nice, clean and cut. But I understand the royalty and the purple. And everybody Mm -hmm. understands the royalty aspect of purple. Yes. So, what what would you say was kind of the uh, the biggest investment uh, in the company? Like, what what was the biggest hit that your finances took? I think the website and the trademark. 
Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, the website design and trademark, because we built the website from scratch. We didn't really use, well, kind of, it's, a, it's yeah, pretty, yeah, is pretty much built from the web designer. So, yeah, those two things for sure. Mm-hmm. And what would you say is the most difficult process now? Is there anything right now that y'all are trying to kind of work on to better at the moment? I would say advertisement and promotions. We're still working on like what's the best outlet, um, how much should we do it, how much money should we put into it this month, uh, who should we reach. We're still trying to get that target target audience. Gotcha, gotcha. And have you have you kind of figured out who your target uh, target audience is? So Ashley and I, we like to say everyone, but that's impossible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't like to say demographics too. We're not trying to reach only white people, only black people. You could see our partnership if it's not going to work out that way too. Um, we want to make sure that it's reaching out to maybe an, maybe the urban community. It's just really hard. And that's one of our weaknesses too. We want it to be open to like secular people as well as Christians. It's not just a Christian box, but we understand that it's probably curtailed to that audience so i don't know ashley if you have if we need to definitely sit down and talk about the target target audience yeah i mean we definitely have we've talked about it a few times but i think you know overall you know we it's something we have to kind of go back to because it's but yeah we definitely i would say anywhere from 25 to 45 um engaged engaged brides to be um is what we're looking for um but uh, yeah, like we don't, we're not discriminating by any, any way, but I think that, I mean, some people are waiting to get married older now. So if we say, you know, young millennials getting married, I mean, 40, 50, I mean, I have a, I have a friend actually in the industry who's a designer, she's 51 and she's going to be getting married for the first time. She's just waited. She's been about her career and she would love our box. Mm-hmm. So it just is a matter of, um, yeah, just, I would just say, you know, any woman getting engaged, between like maybe that range. Um, I don't know, maybe if a 65 year old woman would enjoy it as much, bless her, um, which is awesome. But I would say, you know, the, the one girl that's 51, she's super youthful, super young, and she would love it. So it just really depends. But yeah, I definitely just say, you know, somewhat young to middle-aged woman that's getting married, I think would, would, would love it. But yeah, I think, yeah, some of the contents in there, they, I mean, one of the cards we can share one thing. One of the questions is, is who's, who went to whose church first? You know, um, that's something that, you know, not some, someone that's, I don't go to church. You know, I actually have a friend that wouldn't be able to answer that. She's like, Oh, we don't go to church. So, um, we don't want to put people off, but we also, it was something that was different from a lot of the other things that we've seen before. So yeah, it's, it's tough to say, is it just Christians? Um, you know, I, I guess it would cater more to someone of faith, but definitely age-wise, I would, yeah, I would kind of span it in between there. But definitely someone engaged, you know, a young woman engaged, I would say. So, Jason, hearing that, do you feel like our audience is too big, or do you think that's something where we need to brainstorm more on? <sighs> this is, uh, I mean, it's almost like asking who was our uh, wedding dress store for. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of hard to pin down a really small target audience. Uh, I think, you know, who it is you're actually selling this to. Because uh, I don't know if you're necessarily selling it to the bride-to-be, but you're selling it to their maid of honor or whoever is throwing the party. Yeah. And uh, so that's... Uh, that that's what I'm seeing as far as you know, like who's actually going to be spending the money on this, not who's just going to be receiving it, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't know how many people are going to be looking to find things for their own bachelorette party, and so that's uh, you know, maid of honors. I feel like is you know kind of your more obvious target audience, but but it's it's interesting though because finding um, finding demographics of your your no, well, for me, it's like you know, trying to find information about who listens to pod, you know, my podcast and stuff, and uh, that kind of information is hard to get, and that's why like big companies spend so much money on on research. Yeah. 
And so yeah. it's definitely one of the harder things to figure out. And so I, I could see why that is an area you're working on right now. And um, so that is uh, it's very common. And so even with track stars, you know, they're always trying to figure out, you know, like who, who are we trying to reach? Who are we reaching? Who is benefiting the most from our our brand and stuff? And, uh, so that's what yeah. I encourage people is to figure out, you know, is, is there somebody you are called to try to reach or if you're just called to kind of create a product or service, who is it that needs it? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's good. but, um, but I, I don't want to eat up too much of your time. And, uh, and there's a lot of like small logistical things we could get into. Uh, I'll definitely say the website is nice and clean. Uh, okay. it's, it's easy to find. Uh, I think the, um, everything on it, the, uh, the logo and everything actually really to me the uh the bp in the corner of the box yeah uh that's probably one of my favorite parts of the design oh wow okay and uh but that, that's just me that's my personal preference so um so for people who are wanting to kind of find out more about purely bachelorette keep up with you and uh get in contact with you what would be the best way to do that you got it actually Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Um, go to our website, www.purelybachelorette.com. Everything, Instagram, Facebook is at Purely Bachelorette. Uh, so Twitter is, there's an underscore, uh, what is it? P, is it Purely B? Yeah, Purely B, I believe, underscore yep. Twitter. Yep. Snapchat's Purely Bachelorette. Pinterest is purely at Purely Bachelorette. So pretty much everything at Purely Bachelorette, you'll find us. <laughs> And Jason, we wanted to personally thank you too. You've been helping our business out a lot. Um, with one of our hashtags, Forever Friday, yes. Jason came up with that. And basically we're just loving on and blessing couples who are married. And just, you know, we asked them, hey, what is one thing that you would like to share with us that maybe that's helped you in your marriage? And we've been getting a lot of responses on that. We um, honored you, Jason, and your wife and your family, and you had positive, positive words and encouraging words. So we thank you for that. But yeah, it's just we're just thankful for you, um, Jason. Well, thank you yes. for y'all. I'm thankful for y'all. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where this is five years down the road. I know a lot of companies. It takes a long time. You know, like like they say, it takes what 15 years to make it overnight. Mm. And, um, yeah. and, it's, and it's always hard to to keep that focus when you're in the early stages. I mean, uh, you know, even with the two podcasts I have, um, you know, well, because of Track Stars, I'm breaking even now. But uh, if it wasn't for Track Stars and the podcast network, I wouldn't even be breaking even still after doing this two different podcasts for two year over two years now. And um, but it's because you know when you do things like this, you don't do it for the money you do it for uh kind of the mission and the calling and the purpose and so definitely praying for the two of you and uh continuing this and you know praying that god continues to open doors as he can open doors that you could never bust down and um and like you said i've already experienced that. so that's that's testimonial right there but uh but is if there's if there's any kind of closing advice that you would give to anybody out there in regards to starting a business, partnerships, anything like that, what would be kind of your your most important thing that you would like to tell them? Uh, Camille, we can start with you. Yeah, well, like what Ashley said, keep God as the center focus of your business. Um, if he's in control of everything, is if he's a part of your planning, you will see fruit, you will see success. Um, it might not be right away, but you will see people commenting, saying positive things about your business. As long as you're not making it prideful about you, about um, your business, it has to be glorifying God. So that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. And I think for someone that's on the media side, like as far as running the media a little more so just from experience, it's it's not about the numbers. It, mm-hmm. You know, we've been, we've been, going a year and you know our numbers are fine but it's like it's not about how many followers you have who's liking who's following like you can't get caught up in that and 
definitely I like Jason what Jason said it's not about the money like of course we'd love to cover our costs but you know and, and have a little bit extra to get ahead with like student loans and stuff but at the end of the day it's not why we started this at all and so I think that's the biggest thing and I and I love what you know the you know you hear that quote out there is that um you know, it's not work when you love it kind of thing. And so we do, we really love it and we love engaging with people and meeting new people and introducing this idea. And so when you really love it, those things don't matter. And, and if you find yourself getting caught up to it, just remind yourself why you started. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Well, Ashley, Camille, I thank you so much for your time and sharing your story with us and giving us some uh, good advice and uh, especially, you know, talking about, having the the partnership between uh friends and what some would consider family and so i'm looking forward to seeing like i said purely bachelorette in five years uh to see where it's at and we'd love to get you back on the show hopefully this show will be around in five years yeah hopefully we'll be here by then too yes yeah yeah (laughs) so anyway uh i'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go uh i enjoyed your time I enjoyed being able to talk to you and trying to come up with interesting conversation that uh, that was on the spot, spontaneous. So that's kind of my goal with these interviews is to ask questions you didn't think were coming. Yeah, so. <laughs> we All love right. it. Well, uh, well, until next time, uh, I hope y'all do well. And uh, everybody, make sure you go and follow Purely Bachelorette. Thank you. Thank you. Alrighty, that was the interview with the ladies over at Purely Bachelorette. I want to thank them again for their time and sharing some uh, some great tips and information and what it's like to start a company with a partner who is an already existing friend. A lot of people say don't do that, but they're able to show that it can be done. So just keep an eye on them, see what they're doing online, kind of follow their their business and their journey. And don't forget to head to purelybachelorette.com and go ahead and get one of those boxes for somebody that you know that's getting ready to get married and make sure that you're showing them that they can have a, a wholesome and a fun time celebrating the the coming marriage in, uh, in their lives because marriage is one of the most important decisions you can make. Uh, your marriage with Christ, and then your marriage with your uh, your your spouse. So don't take that lightly and make sure you go check them out. And I want to thank them for their time again. I also want to thank Aaron Simpkins, truestrengthapparel.com. Make sure you head over there and see what he's got available for you to check out. And also want to thank the Track Stars Podcasting Network. It is a huge blessing to be a part of this thing. With, uh, there's there's a ton of great podcasts over there. Another one I have is Solomon's Porch Podcast. If you haven't checked that out yet, go check it out. We talk a lot about comic book stuff, uh, entertainment stuff, and we really like to focus on the church and discipleship as well. So, uh, so it was kind of the best of you know all worlds in a way. And so um, anyway, that's it for the show this week. Want to make my intro and outro kind of short and sweet. Uh, don't forget to head to businesswithbordeaux.com if you want to sign up to be a patron to support the show. It's greatly appreciated. But anyway, so that's it. Uh, until next time, always remember, the more you learn, the more you know, and the more you know, the more you grow. Thanks and God bless.